back with part two of secondhand pimping uh, this week. And again, joining me is Chains. And this time around, we are going to probably repeat ourselves to some degree. Um, but to a lot of degree. Yeah, to a lot of degree. That that's that is true. Um, but we're going to go ahead and start this one off by actually reading to you the Crusader Foundation's official um, definition of a secondhand pimp. And while that is definitely a contradiction for us as an organization, we, we kind of reserve the right to be contradictory as, as needed. Uh, so, And you're not going to find our definition in area or online unless it's our stuff. Very true. Yes, this is exclusive to us. Unlike uh, some organizations, we do not plagiarize. We come up with our own material based on our experiences. So this, uh, this definition, though, as you guys know, we don't like defining things. We don't really like putting things in boxes because boxes limit you and they blind you to, to outside um, nuances, the things that can occur that don't fit in the box. But it is still helpful to have a basic understanding of what we mean when we're talking about secondhand pimps. So the definition of the Crusader Foundation is this. A secondhand pimp is any person, agency, or organization that profits directly or indirectly from the past or present sexual exploitation of a person who has made the transition from victim to survivor. As in charities that offer services to a victim or survivor on the condition that they become a poster child for their charity, organizations that require survivors to give public testimonies in order to continue receiving care or counseling, and NGOs that seek to garner funding by inserting themselves into the stories that a survivor chooses to tell, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's there's really no end to the ways that they could come up with to to exploit not only the victim but their story um, for and, the game. Well, and the reason we do that is because most of the time the secondhand pimping isn't just another bad guy got to somebody. And, you know, and I'll use the air quotes that it's most of the time the secondhand pimping is done from the, quote, good guys. Yes, very true. I've, I don't think I know of an, of an instance, actually, that we've dealt with of secondhand pimping that hasn't been from the, quote, unquote, good guys. Right. And, and it's sad. And, and like we said last time, it doesn't always mean that, that these organizations are doing this on purpose. It's not necessarily that they understand that they are exploiting the survivors, but that's no excuse. You know, if you get pulled over by a cop and you say, oh, I didn't know about that law, that doesn't, you're still going to get a ticket. You know, not, not knowing something doesn't give you an excuse to, to do that. Um, and if you're involved in any way, shape or form with, with counter human trafficking activities, you you need to have homework for yourself and for your organization to know what you're getting into before you ever, ever even think about making a logo or, or starting a website. You've got to have that foundation there of knowing what in the hell you're getting involved with before you ever take that first step. And this is something we see that a lot of, a lot of very well-meaning people do and and you know they've they've got 
great hearts. They've got great visions, but they just don't bother to take the time or put in the work to get the experience and, and, the, and the knowledge that they need to be effective and, and to not further exploit a victim. Well, they put the cart before the horse. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's, your, that's one of your favorite sayings. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's, that's one I've heard since day one with the organization. So, but it's very true. It's, it's very true. And, and it's this kind of, of cart before a horse that sets the precedent for these organizations where they end up becoming secondhand pimps. And, and yes, is there still some good that these organizations do? Sure. Is there still some, some ways that they are helping? Sure. And I don't think, I don't think we would necessarily take that away from them in, in that term, but ultimately because they're still exploiting a victim, we can't, we can't applaud them at all because if you're in this as an NGO, you're in this for the victims in the first place. Law enforcement, they get a little bit, a little tiny bit of wiggle room with us because, yeah, they're getting paid to make sure this stuff goes to court. So they're going to have the approach that they have. There's still a lot of things they could do to do better. But that ultimately it's these NGOs that are in this for the sake of the victim that have absolutely no excuse for doing what they do. Well, their excuse is that, well, it's not even a real excuse, but, you know, they, they forget. That's what it is. They just forgot why they're, why they're truly in there. Yeah, exactly. Well, and what's the thing you, you said there was, a, there was a particular organization that we assisted with getting them off the ground. There was a lot of time and effort that was put in of our own resources, time and personnel to, to make sure this, this particular NGO got a good foundation and got going. We gave them contacts. We gave them just basically, we gave them a blank check to write in our, in our name to give them assistance. And um, in the end, you know, they they completely went off the deep end and, and you, you said it best. You said uh, they forgot what brought them to the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now it's nothing but exploitation. Yeah, and, and it's blatant. That's the thing. It's like it gets more blatant with every passing month. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that, that's something for yeah. you all, our listeners. I, I would challenge you guys to go and look at some of these organizations' websites. Pick them. Just Google some. You know, no, you don't even have to know specifics. Just Google uh, counter-trafficking organizations. Go to their websites and look and see, and I will, I will bet you anything that within the very first two, three paragraphs or the very first couple buttons that you see that you can push uh, on the, or click on on the website to, to get more information, you are going to see at least one, probably three references to funding in some way. Well, and that's them not necessarily exploiting a certain it's exploiting plague that we're fighting. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and that happens. So the, that's happened all throughout history. I mean, the, the plague that went, the black death that went through Europe, you had people out on the streets selling snake oil. Like it was going yeah. out of style, you know? 
and you it's know, because and of that's the, those are the issues though is you know no matter what people I know a lot of people say that people are, are genuinely very people. Um, I'm one of them that believe every I I'm just that way. You yeah, know, because I you know um, people are in people to take advantage of other people. Just how it is. If you give yeah. somebody, they're going to take it. Yeah. And you still there, Huss? I think you cut out. Hang on. We'll adjust it. Okay. I think we got it. You're back on. Go ahead and. Uh... Well, yeah, people are basically kind, but I'm one of them that believes that people are, are everyone has evil inside them. Yeah. Uh, and not necessarily that they're going to poke your eyes out, you know, right. but, but they, the temptations are there and people fall into them and, right. You know, the, the forms of, of secondhand pimping aren't necessarily just taking advantage of that one person. Mm-hmm. These that use the whole plague of, of human trafficking and yep. they're, they're doing nothing but, um, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to be somewhat PC about it. <laughs> You know, they're, they're just, they, they try to glorify it, I guess would be a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, and in turn, you know, want to make you think that they're kicking ass and taking names. You yeah. Know? Um, you know, um, I was reading some stuff tonight where, you know, a, an organization was bragging about the fact that, you know, uh, there was a uh, some arrests made and things like that, and it's like, okay, so you're bragging about them doing their jobs, yeah, and that's all they are is doing their jobs. But as we discussed, I'm sure somehow, some way, they will twist that in order to get some grant money. Yep, you know, so all they're doing is exploiting what we're trying to fight. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, it, it's it's like anything, you know, if you're going to kill a snake, you cut its head off. Yeah. You know, don't yep. don't sit and keep poking at its tail. <laughs> yeah, that just makes him angry. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've always said. It's like you know, you you don't keep poking that bear. Eventually, that bear will start fighting back. Yeah, and that's something that a lot of people aren't looking at with this when they're doing this secondhand stuff. You know, they're that rug's going to get yanked down or out from under them eventually because either the people they are exploiting catch on to what they're doing mm-hmm. or the people that they're using as saps catch on to what they're doing. Yep. Exactly. Well, you look at it, Haas, um, the organizations that employ secondhand pimping, 
to get funding. Everybody's trying to be more pitiful than the organ than the organ next organization down the street. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like everybody's trying to one up each other with how how depressing and sad they can make their their cries for money. And it's it's one of those things, like you said, they're going to lose relevance. You know, it's that bear's going to wake up the people, the saps that they're milking for money. You know, it's it's instead of the mission to end human trafficking and the goal of actually helping these victims being lost. do what the people of the mission is lost. Exactly. It really is, because it has became it's not only became business for the bad guys. Yeah. It became a business for the quote good guys. And you know, Huss, actually now that you say that, that gives me a great idea. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to get make a couple phone calls and get some information and I'm gonna put together a rough estimate of how much money the NGO communities make annually off of human trafficking. And I'm gonna well, put it out on our page. Well, you know, we've seen so much of this in the past anyway yeah so, um, where where it is i mean you know granted everybody screams they need funding to get things done <laughs> you know we've touched on that a, a gazillion times but you know the i'm gonna go kind of faith-based here um you know uh, what was it? Jesus wanted the the uh, the unsavory. He held his hand out for for anyone that yeah. was that just you know that wasn't uh, what's what words I'm looking for. You're the one that knows this stuff better than I do. <laughs> no, it was the he said uh, the the religious leaders came to him and said, you know, basically, why do you eat with the with the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the whores, the the sick? And uh, Jesus looked at him and he said, those who are well don't need a doctor. It's those who are sick. I didn't come to call the righteous to repentance, but the sinners. You're so good at that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing, you know, when you see these organizations with these high dollar facilities. Yeah. Your money's not going in the right places you're being you're you're seeing exactly what secondhand pimping is all about yeah uh you know when you see well we we and and here's the thing i like to say a lot is when you hear we employ x amount of people yes and you know that once again it it's a secondhand pimping because somebody's got to pay those salaries Yep. So, so they're making you feel guilty. They're taking advantage of any victim slash survivor slash philanthropist that wants to get involved, any kind of a, a volunteer. Everybody's getting, everybody's getting used. Yeah, they really are. And you know, Yohas, you think about it, it, Anybody who genuinely has a heart to give in the first place, they're going to find a way to give. They don't need to be 
forced, brought, and coerced, or coerced <laughs> rather, into giving to an organization. Well, that goes back to you know our our thing with the secondhand pimping. You know, they're they're manipulating. You know, to to get what they're after. Yes. You know, they they don't care what kind of damage they're doing to the victim slash survivor. No. Uh, and remember how 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 many years did we push and push and push when we were at different organizations events or helping other NGOs start get you know start getting things together uh you know to to help them build what they're building um that we had to push that issue of they were victims now they're survivors yes yes wanted to keep them at that victim stage yes which a couple very very good organizations they shared information with us and helped us, you know, and so we've, you know, when, when, you know, it's like if Albert Einstein's sitting there talking to you and telling you something, you need to listen. Yeah. You know, um, because he knows what he's talking about. Right. But the problem with it is if you take what you've learned in those cases and you twist it and manipulate it, it's completely lost what it was in the first place. Exactly. So, so they take this, this grand thing of we're going to help survivors. And the only people that are really getting true help are the organizations themselves because of the fact of how much they are manipulating the whole system. Yep. Which is, the second hand pimping they're taking complete advantage of someone or something and it doesn't even have to be a trafficking victim that's getting manipulated yeah yeah you know people will say that of us i mean if you really think about it with what we're trying to instill in people's heads people are going to say we're just as bad yeah you know uh, granted you know I guess I'll 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 take the title of saying yeah we're just as bad I guess I mean I don't <laughs> want it but I will because of the fact we're fighting and fighting and fighting to bring a realism and genuine genuine factual information to people yes you know rather than a pie graph here and and. Well, we did the calculations in this county, so there's this many people, so we need X amount of dollars so we can fight what we just faced, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, but, I just, you know, Haas, the fundamental difference between us and these others is they are using the coercion and, and the fraud to to get people to give to them all we're trying to do is force people to think (laughs) you know that's difficult in itself exactly exactly but i mean it's not it's not like we're offering you know um you know free t-shirt to anybody who tunes into the podcast you know and or anything like that we're just basically saying look 
this is the reality. This is what we've seen. If you disagree, great. Contact us. We're more than happy to talk to you. We can learn from other people. You know, we're not, a, we're not above learning from other people. But if, it, but for us, it's all about what really is going on. It's the truth of the matter. That's what we're trying to get at. And that's what we're trying to make other people realize. These other organizations, they have, how many times, I, I hate that we, I have to keep saying how many times, but ha, literally, how many times have we seen them sacrifice the truth because they think it will present themselves in a better light to get more money? Well, and, and, even the, and the sacrificing the truth is, of course, making up a big bullshit lie. Exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, we've, we have, uh, yeah, you, you can't count. No. You can't. No. There's I mean, no I was thinking, we're, yeah, well, we're, we're coming up. I mean, we just, we just passed our, our quarter, you know, our, our first yearly quarter for, for the Crusaders where we kind of take stock of what's going on and, and talk about, you know, uh, relationships that we, that we pursue and, and just, uh, tactics across the across the country and across the world. Um, talk about how much we despise people and some of the people we like. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> but but even for this, the the first four months of this year, it seems like it wasn't. It, it was every week, sometimes three or four times a week that I'd be getting calls from from not just you but other people about these organizations that they're like, okay, so now they're doing this, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't open any news source without finding somewhere on the pages, some organization or, or, or even law enforcement agency that was utilizing human trafficking and at the celebrity status that it has now to benefit themselves or their organization. And, and I mean, almost across the board and I, and, and I sit here now and I'm like, I can probably only count on one hand, the organizations that don't do that, you know, it's, 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 it's unbelievable really because with how much public attention human trafficking has received in the last two years, but uh, it's, it's not genuine. That's what I will say. Exactly. It's not genuine. You are getting people that are riding coattails and they've jumped, jumped on the bandwagon. I, I mean, it's just how it is. Dude, it's turned into a freaking spectacle. Well, that's why I always say it's a circus. Yeah. You know, there's an organization that, that we work with that I tell the people that all the time. It's like, I just step back and watch the circus. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, well, why don't you sit back for a day and watch? Yep. And then you tell me what you see. Yeah. And then you hear, holy shit, you're right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's amazing if you just keep your eyes and ears open, what you're truly going to see, because I'm, and I'm probably, you know, of course, you know, I'm never right when it comes to my percentages and all that kind of shit, but I would say probably 95% of them, they just ain't in it for real. Yeah. The only realness they're into it is big business. They're not into yeah. it, what it's truly about. Um, sure, you know, um, they want to, you know, law enforcement wants their arrests. Hey, that's great. You know, you get the people with aftercare that have their hand, you know, their, 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 their arms are wide open to accept people for help, you know, mm -hmm. to help, 
Um, but how often have we seen it where uh, they're develop? You know, we we've seen NGOs that have came to us to help establish protocols, and when they write them up, we see on there do they have health insurance? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really, you know, um, but but it's a thing of once again you're you've turned what's going on into a business yeah you know because why should there why should they have to have insurance in order to get help yes look at how we are when we're all struggling now in 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 america and everywhere else because of all the health care crap that goes on yeah. so do you think somebody that's being trafficked whether it's be labor or sex traffic they're going to have insurance to cover us yeah you know? Yeah. So, so of course, it's like, well, you know, do what you always do. Just write up another grant or write up another grant form to try to get some more money. Yeah. And say, well, these poor people, they just don't have insurance. So we have to have money to cover it. Well, I'm sorry, people. And once again, there's some there's some exploitation right there. There's there. I mean, you know, we, we despise using the force, fraud and coercion thing. At least I do. Yeah. When it comes to real, you know, fighting trafficking of what they, what their, you know, what their definition of it is, um, that force, fraud, and coercion goes more for the good guys than it does the bad guys. It really does. It really does, and it looks, it looks so different that a lot of people miss it. And this is this is why we're doing this series. It's it's so easy to see it in 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 the bad guys you know the real bad guys it's so easy to point it out and say oh look you know they're they're trafficking and the reason we can say this is because people in our organization have came from the bad side they have came from the evil side yeah they've came from that dark and dirty area they're they they know yeah yeah, they they've been on the unfiltered side where they're not they're not getting the story through through a good guy's perspective. They've lived it. And and that that, you know, honestly that that does give us an element of an edge because we we unlike <laughs> unlike uh well again, coming back to the few that I can count on my one hand most organizations in this don't have a clue, don't have the first idea how a bad guy thinks. You know? There's a few. There are a couple. There are, yeah. There is, like you said, you can count it on one hand. Yeah. They, uh, because they've, the, the guys have, have turned over a new leaf. They've reinvented themselves. Yeah. You know, they, they said basically enough is enough. I'm, I I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And they know what's right and what's wrong, and they know what they've they've been led to. And most of those organizations that are like that aren't the ones that are trying to manipulate you. Yeah. Yep. They're the ones who have the understanding of what this fight is really all about. Yeah, and the bad part with that also is all of the good guys despise these groups. Yeah. Because, heaven forbid, that 
somebody expose how shitty some of these people really are, you know, because yeah. it's all the bad, the, the bad guys turned good are the, are the, they're the best people in the world. They really are. Yes. Yes, they are. They, they understand love. They understand loyalty. They understand honor. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Yeah. And they'll die for one another and they'll die for a stranger. Yeah. You know, um, you know, remember a room we were in the one time and, and it was mentioned of, you know, um, how many you're willing to die for that perfect stranger. Yeah. And it got quiet. Yeah. And only our section's hands went up. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But, but once again, you know, uh, those are the ones that people don't want. It's too dark and too dirty. So these people are the ones that can expose the other people that are actually doing all this secondhand stuff. Right. You know, and we can't stress the secondhand issue of being, you know, a lot of people are going to be confused by that. I'm going to say it again. They're going to think, oh, secondhand, that just means they've gotten into another trafficker. You know, and, and we're going to say that three or four times at least. That's not what it means. No. I mean, they technically are being trafficked, but they're being trafficked by somebody that's not supposed to be doing it. They're supposed to be fighting it. Right. Right. Sorry, I'm talking in circles. No, no, it's good. It's 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 that principle of, you know, well, where, where we got the term from was from uh, like secondhand smoke. You don't have to be the one to smoke the cigarette to get the effects. You know, it's not it's not that you have to be out there working them on the street or, or advertising them to, you know, for parties and that kind of thing to traffic them. You don't. You're you're the second hand. You're receiving them. And yet you're exploiting them, not in the same way, but the end results are identical. And the time you're going to do more damage. Exactly. Exactly. Because, again, and th- this goes back ultimately, really, if we if we go to the core of the whole concept. And the reason that it bothers bothers us so bad is because unless unless you have either worked with a lot of victims and survivors or you've been one yourself, you don't understand how hard it is to make that transition forward in your life, to regain some kind of self-worth and self-respect, to to understand the addictions, the real ones to, to drugs, alcohol, self-abuse on and on that, that are going on in these individuals, you don't understand how hard it is to actually stay a survivor. You don't, the, the weaknesses that are in that have been beaten into you now through various methods of torture. And this is psychological. I mean, the whole gambit that we've talked about, because you are this weak and you are this predisposed, you don't understand how hard it is for somebody who has been a victim to be a survivor. And for these organizations to re-victimize them is to just do further damage. They're not giving them any room to heal. And the problem is, is that they, especially with these programs and so on, because part of our definition is saying, hey, you know, you've got to do this program or you've got to follow this particular belief system in order for us to give you help. 
and yes, there are principles as, as a Christian, I, I understand that there are principles that are in the Bible that, that will help that are genuinely helpful to a victim slash survivor to understand that they have value, that they are created in the image of God himself. And that gives you worth no matter what's happened to you in this world. But for them to create these programs, that's often more often than not, not the point. They want them to believe a certain way because they want to clean them up so they can go parade them in front of a church congregation and get more money. And that, that is, that's, they're going to have a lot to answer for on judgment day. We'll just, I'll leave it there. Cause I could go off right now. <laughs> yeah. I could see where that one was going. Oh yeah. You, you heard that I, I'm revved up. I'm, I'm calming myself back down here, but anyway, these, the, the victims who are in this and they are continually exploited Regardless of what the organization says, they're not a survivor. They're still a victim until you treat them like a survivor. You treat them like a human being, not like a child that has to be taught until you give them back their humanity and say, look, I want to help you because I want to help you, not because of what you can do for my organization. You're a secondhand pimp and you need to get out of the game because all you're doing is hurting. You're not helping. I don't care how big you are. I don't care what you think you have to offer. You are hurting these victims and you're hurting those who are actually trying to help. So get the hell off the road. And, and, and mind you, we do not do aftercare. No, no, we don't. It's not our realm at all. You know, we have people that we can turn to for that. So when it comes to that, you know, you will, well, we're going back to what we've talked before. You know, you'll have people that say we cover, you know, we'll do rescues. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this, you know, and they don't. Yeah. You know, the problem is they're once again, they're using it to try to get more from you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, I would love to say that we have some aftercare program but we do not. Yeah. You know, and you know, but we are also the first people to admit that, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. we're not gonna, we're not gonna sit there and do the, you know, yeah, we do, we do, uh, we do rescues. Here's our van that we drive and, and, you know, we'll meet you at Starbucks and we'll wear our cutesy wootsy little shirts. And, you know, yeah, if yeah. we, if we take you to the hospital, we're going to come into the hospital and you're going to get SWAT teams coming through the door because we have to scream it to high heavens that we're here with the freaking victim. Yep. And once again, it's exploiting that person for their own gain. Yeah. They're exploiting you for their gains. So as I've said before, it's not just that person that was a victim that's getting re-victimized. You're being victimized just as much. Exactly. Exactly. And we're, we're at about the 35 minute mark, but you want to, we want to expound a little bit on that part where those who wind up giving money are being exploited before we close. No, because they should know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm one of them of let's call a spade a spade, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's that simple, you know, yeah. give to this organization to help out, you know? Yeah. Okay. Hey, great. Look at our 
three million dollar facility we just built. Yep, exactly. You know, well, let's. You, you think about you know. it, Haas. The again, going back to that whole thing, I challenge you guys to go out and again just Google counter human trafficking, aftercare organizations, whatever. Read their websites. Read their ways that they um, help. Yeah, well, well, that not not even that they help, but that they word their pleas for help, because what they do is it's it's careful wording and it's clever, and I know where they get it because I've done some overseas where I've done, gone over to do like children's homes that kind of thing to help out with, and and they tried the organization has tried to give me books. These are books that are circulated in these circles. Um, one of them is called People Raising. Okay, I'm going to call this one out because, hey, it's out there. If people want to read it, go ahead. It's, you know, it's public. But this book is all about, it is, it is basically a religious and a, a religious commercialization of how to manipulate people into giving you money. Basically, it's how to be a Christian con man. And uh, it's these, these websites take these principles from these books they read them, they go to conferences on this stuff, and you can see it. It's all wording that leaves leaves the reader in a moral dilemma of if I don't act, does that mean I'm complicit? If I don't act, does that mean that by my not acting, I've left a victim in some kind of terrible situation? It's a lie. It's fraud. It is complete and total fraud. And Well, it's no different than like we see on TV with, you know, with the... Uh... With the animals, yeah, the yeah the uh, PETA commercials or whatever the watch what we wording we use because you never know who we're going to offend or who's going to try to sue us. Yeah, yeah, okay. So various various animal rights activist groups that use Sarah McLaughlin songs <laughs> and 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 videos, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, you know, and, and once again, you know, we don't we don't go touting everything we do. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't videotape everything we do. We don't. You know, we, we don't videotape anything we do. We, we're, everything we do is in the dark. We don't put it out there of, well, we just rescued another victim, and we just did this, and we just did this. We don't do that. Yeah. Why? Because we're not trying to re-victimize people. We're not trying to exploit the community. Yeah. We're not. We're just not in it. We're fighting trafficking. Yeah. Shoot, Hoss, if it wasn't for the fact that we felt it was so necessary for people to to have somebody out there that was at least giving them our, this perspective, the truth, no one would even ever hear of us, <laughs> you know? Oh, people hear of us. <laughs> well, it would, be, it would be more like the, don't, it would be more on the streets like, don't screw up or they're coming for you type of thing. But, well, yeah, and, you know, or, or, yeah, we get the orgs that say, hey, no. Don't let them in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're evil. <laughs> They'll tell people how it is. Yeah. You know, uh, but like I said, you know, people just pay attention. Please pay attention. Yeah. And and if you just listen to just a few of the words that we say, you'll understand if you really pay attention. Mm -hmm. you know basically open your eyes get your head up out of the sand you know 
quit being a freaking sheep and chewing on the grass. Hold, pick your head up once in a while and look around. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to insult everybody on the planet. And I know people think I am. People think I'm a real asshole and I'm a jerk, which I am an asshole and a jerk. <laughs> I, You're a lovable I, one. <laughs> well, I do it because I'd rather people hate me for trying to to get a point across. Yeah. I'd rather be hated for that. You know, it, it's that thing of, you know, I, I you know, I'll, I'll, I'd much rather die, you know, than, than, you know, live on my knees, yeah. you know? So, and I mean, that's where I'm at with it. You know, we know that people are out here exploiting these situations. Yeah. People deep down know what's going on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But for some reason, they won't fight it. Yeah. They won't ask the questions. You know, um, I, I mean, it's just that. Ask them where the money's going. Yeah. You know, how come you're using this person's story? You know, how come this person's story sounds the same as that person's and that person's and that person's? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, nobody's story is the same. Yeah. You know, when somebody says, well, tell us about one of your rescues and they tell you about it. They shouldn't be telling you about it. They should, you know, they can give you bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, they can yep. describe a few situations, you know, which we will, you know. Sure. Somebody wants to know the, the evil of this shit. Yeah, you bet. I'll tell you. I will tell you just how dark and dirty this shit gets. Yeah. You know, I can tell you things from both sides of the coin. It's not that I was ever trafficked, but then again, I guess you could say I trafficked because I got sucked into doing this. <laughs> you know, I did this on my own. Yeah. You know, someone I roped into this. Anyway, <laughs> but no, just. I, I just, I can't stress it enough to ask why these people are doing this. Yeah. You know, when somebody's taking a, a trafficking victim and putting them on TV. Yeah. I mean, come on, really? They're not ready for that. I don't care how many years out they are. They're not ready. Yeah. They're doing nothing but re-victimizing. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a spectacle again. I mean, it comes back to no the people who tune in are there to be. It's the same reason people go to watch horror movies. You know, it's not it's not because you necessarily like it because it's you, you want to be you want to have that thrill go up your spine that oh my you know that 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 horror feeling. At, well, it's like it, it's like watching a, a NASCAR race. You know, people want to see the crashes. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what it's about. They want to see that spectacle. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, get, I mean, people get your eyes open. Yeah. It's just all that simple. When somebody's parading someone around, they're nine times out of 10, it's not for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, a person might say, well, I'm ready to tell my story. Are you really ready to tell your story? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously go up to them and say that. Are you really ready to tell your story? I'm going to say no, but so-and-so feels that I need to share it with you. Yep. That's what you'll hear. Yeah. Yep. You're not here. I'm healed. Yeah. You know, or I've got my support group so I can do this. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to be if your support group's not there? Yeah. Granted, we all need to have a support, have some kind of a, a support network. We all need that in life. Everybody does. Sure. But there's a difference between being exploited. Yeah. And that's what you're seeing when you see this stuff. Like I said, we've had, we have had survivors that that have came on board with us. Mm-hmm. We've also had the ones that weren't ready. Yeah. They had it in their heart and they wanted to do it, but they just weren't ready. Yeah. You know, and, and that's hard on everybody. You know, it's hard on them because, you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to break the news that you're, you're just not ready to deal with this. Yeah. You know, and, and that can cause just as much harm to somebody, which is what we don't want to do. Right. But we also have to make sure that we're not going to cause any more damage by having all of these triggers that they're going to see. Right. So anyway, that was, we just wasted another 10 minutes. <laughs> uh. Uh. Sign off, dude. We'll, uh, Maybe uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe next week we might be able to get maybe a uh, from a, a trafficker's perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Next week. Yep. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, get it together and and about probably about midweek or mid seven day cycle between podcasts, you guys will see what our subject matter for for the next podcast, but. Uh, and people, and people, please try to get involved. Yeah. Holler at us, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. You know, if there's something you disagree with, tell us. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got a better answer than we have, tell us. Yeah. God you bless know? you. We'd love to hear it. If you want to tell us a joke, if you want, you know, like I said, you know, if you want to tell us to go play on the railroad tracks, whatever, you know, Yeah. try to be involved with us. That's what we want. That's what we, we're doing this for is to try to get people involved. Yeah. You know, it ain't that we want to be buddies with everybody in the world because we don't. Yeah. It probably didn't come out quite right, but anyway, <laughs> we, we just want people to be involved and the best way is to speak up. Yeah. So like I said, if, even if it's, you know, there's, there's no bad idea, you know, yeah. the, the, only thing, the only bad idea is the one that's not put out there. Exactly. You know, maybe you can shed some light on something for us. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, like you said, we're, we're, we're in this, uh, we're not in this to make friends. We're in this to turn sheep into sheep dogs and sh- sheep dogs bark. They bark back. They'll bite, snarl, yip, whine. Sheep just kind of stand there and stare at you stupidly. So 
Now, but remember, the sheepdogs are the ones that protect you from all the wolves. Exactly. So, we just have a few of them in our organization. They're kind of hybrids. Yeah, yeah, they're they they are uh, willfully domesticated wolves to a degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they but still yeah. they still refuse to wear collars, but they'll they'll they'll, they'll play nice. Yeah, still howl at the moon, scratch, you know, scratch at the fleas a little bit. Yeah. Some of us still have the fleas on us from from our past adventures. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, so you want to sign us off? Yeah, well, as always, we do appreciate the people who uh, take the time to listen. We know it can be sometimes a little rough on the ears to, to follow us and to listen, but we do. We do hope and, and we we firmly believe that you are getting good information, that, that you're getting solid truth for what's going on out there. Um, and we and, do want to wish the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Yes, yes, very much so. To all the mothers out there from, uh, you know, the mothers are the ones who get to experience this often the most acutely. We, we usually see the most pain in a mother's face with this, so... A very happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and, and you guys do an incredible job each and every day. Um, but for our listening audience, um, come back next week. There'll be more. And uh, until then, there are sheep, sheep, dogs, and wolves, and it's time for you to decide what side you're on. <laughs>